So I went on a bit of a nostalgia trip uh, recently, and I want to talk about something kind of specific when it comes to kids' cartoons. I want to know about cartoons that you wish went on longer. So this Uh, seems a little specific, so I'll go into mine first. Did you guys ever watch Mummies Alive? Yeah. Oh I did my not. gosh. No, oh, Mummy's no. Alive. Oh, man, Tim. That show was so cool. Yeah, it was. So what what it was was it's this kid that he gets a an ancient Egyptian artifact and a necromant an Egyptian necromancer um is after yep. him now because he has this thing. Except the these famous like uh Egyptian uh uh, 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 people uh, like there's like pharaoh there, there's like famous pharaohs and uh, sorcerers and stuff like that. They they also come back to fight this necromancer. Mm-hmm. So now they're like protecting this like this like 13 year old boy uh, from this necromancer. Like they like they came back from the dead just to fight this guy, and now they like made best friends with a kid. Really good oh, show. Man. But the cool thing was that the animation style and the, the concepts of like the characters were like way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have like magical transformations, like whenever a fight would happen, where their powers would come out. And the animation was way too good for like what it was. Please look up the trailers. Just go to, go to YouTube right now. Look up "Mummies Alive" uh, like theme, uh, the the intro, and you'll you'll be like, I need to watch the show right now. It was so fucking badass. It was so good. Of course, my favorite character was the the big guy who uh, normally didn't have an arm, but when like he unleashed his power, he like got his second arm back. It was just like a yes. tank. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. The like their arm, their armor was like the golden like oh, Egyptian yeah, yeah. like thing. Oh, dude, it was so cool. If you look at pictures right now, you'll see it. It, it was it was a good show. Yeah, it, it only lasted. I looked it up earlier, and it was like. I think the first season had like thirty something mm-hmm. episodes, which as like a kid show, like that right. made sense. But like, it should have gone on way longer. Mm-hmm. It should have. Yeah, you mentioned we were going to be talking about childhood cartoons, and I immediately thought Tom and Jerry, but uh, that went on very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just good. wish it kept going. <laughs> That's true. I wish it would have kept I, going. <laughs> I think it's probably still going in some small way. <laughs> So yeah, I can't really think of one that didn't last long enough. I was yeah. a huge fan of the show Jalen Showdown. Oh, Ooh. that's a that's yeah, actually a good I, one. I, good, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Took me it a did run for like almost four years. You could say, oh, it had a good run, but it that show uh, that's a pretty short yeah, run though. I think it, it gone forever. I'm pretty sure it left on a giant cliffhanger. Yeah, it, it did. I, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. I think the story was they were waiting to see how good the toys sales did oh. before they greenlit a fifth oh. season. Oh, that's, but yeah. oh, I hate oh. that. Yeah. It wasn't really a cliffhanger, but it was clearly not the mm. end of the series. Right, yeah, just like... Well, that, that show was one of, the, one of the original kid shows that actually had, like, a bigger plot than just, like, the episodic, you know, like, uh, stories in, for each individual episode. Because, like, there was, like, betrayals and the fact that, like, the bad guy would, like, turn to the good mm. side at some point. Like, you like you had to actually follow a storyline, yeah. you know, like an overarching storyline through, through the whole yeah, series. Yeah, and had a villain who was a bean, so it was basically a perfect show. That's <laughs> true. With a soft accent. On the flip side, though, the, the show that should have never existed but went on for two years was Ozzy and Drix. I, it just... 
Out of all the shows you think of, and that's the one? It's, well, that's just the one that's, like, on this list, and I was like, that show just made me so squeamish. I don't even know why I watched it in hindsight, but, like... Well, I, <laughs> I, I had to Google what you're talking about, and, yeah, I don't know why that ever uh, Oh, is that the one where it's, like, the cell? Yeah, this, this, yeah, the white blood it, cells are yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a TV that was, that show. Was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's from the movie Osmosis yeah, Jones, and they yeah. made a TV yeah. show on there. Honestly, I didn't think it was that uh, crazy, but it was something. No, they, and they, and they did have some charm to it. I, I do remember seeing the this white a few blood cell shooting, killing the nicotine in the kid's brain, <laughs> so he wouldn't stop right, smoking yeah. or something. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's fair. Was, that's fair. You know, <laughs> it seems not good for you. Yeah, because if I remember the whole thing, it was from the movie. It was the yes. same character. So he went from Bill Murray, mm-hmm. basically, into a kid. So like he already knows all this yeah. shit going into it. So he's like, oh, okay. So this is a young kid's body. He's not influenced by all this shit. So as soon as it happens, he's like, oh crap, we need to take care of this now. And everyone's like, hey, what are you talking about? We don't know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. It just turns into that sort of thing. Well, I see it. I'm thinking of different shows just because I'm rewatching a couple of them. Uh, because honestly, I miss the era of just 22 minute episodes oh, yeah. of things. Because yeah, I, I, I know the feel. Hate, yeah, because I hate watching like 45 minute shows. But um, the ones I've been going back to is like the old ones from like Fox 45 mm-hmm. and like the WB. Uh, show like uh, Saturday morning show, but like mm-hmm. the X Men uh, was one big oh, thing. Yeah. But that first season, the series, I think that ran its course fairly well. I think it ended. Oh god, because uh, I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. Because like it covered all the bases. Like you had the apocalypse episodes, the Dark Phoenix episodes, and stuff. And the one that actually came up, I think, in two thousand was X Men Evolution. Oh, yeah. And that one I remember ended with Apocalypse. Like, that was the whole thing. But then it, like, teased other things that could happen. But obviously, it never continued. Like, so. And I actually thought that show was a little bit charming. But yeah, that kind of just stopped. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, they, right, they, they probably had some other X Men thing lined up. And then they were like, well, it's time to do the same old mm. shit again. Yeah, 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 pretty much. And then fail in every live action movie for a while. I mean, the first couple live actions are okay, but you know, how many times can you try redoing the Phoenix saga and fail? Yeah, before, before you realize, oh, maybe we should stop. No, nah, man, I think the leather two th- early two thousands leather outfits were a great idea. Uh, man, I can't. I know there's more that I really cared about when I was younger, but I, I guess they're just slipping my mind right now. But I know one that I loved, and I, it was always like one that competed in my mind with the Fairly Odd Parents was Invader Zim since oh, they came out at the same time. Yeah, of course. And I feel like of course. Fairly Odd Parents was more mainstream because it wasn't cr- quite as insane <laughs> as Invader Zim. Yes, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Invader Zim definitely got the hook first. But that show was just bonkers. I loved it. it like, <laughs> harking back to like the crazy days of like Ren and Stimpy and like Rocco's Modern Life, and I just loved it because I was just like, this doesn't make any sense, and it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't the last episode of Invaders in a Christmas episode too? I think it might have been. And that, that, was, that and sounds that's a, right. That's just an amazing ending. 
because I think that was the one that was like the, the cybernetic Santa creature that came back and it's like takes place in the future and they're like, alright kids, hide under your bed, Santa's yes. coming. Right, right. Yeah. Just a show that was just so unhinged. I love it. <laughs> Not, yeah, scientifically it was... <laughs> Not scientifically Not possible. Not scientifically possible. <laughs> that, that was a, that that was sort of a precursor to like the edgy humor that you would see in like Adult mm. Swim. Like that was like right. Adult Swim humor for mm. kids. Mm-hmm. Man, just so good. Just so like good. <laughs> the way that they like portrayed everyone is just being gross yeah. and weird. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> like the Chuck E. Cheese that oh, was just gosh. really not oh, a good God. place. Yeah, gross, weird, everyone is stupid. Yeah. It's just like, I think it was like one of the episodes I remember is like they had a base that was in like a restaurant. And then it's like this tiny little kiosk in front. And he's just like, yeah, we don't have hot dogs here. Like, Then what's back there? Huh, I never looked back there. And it's yeah. just this, and the kids looks like he's a burnout. Oh my, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> my favorite line was like when Zim was like something something to wage war with the bees. <laughs> he really did like the bees. Yeah, the, the the number of times that I would walk into Hot Topic and see like Invader oh, Zim and like Gur mm. stuff just all over the I mean, place. Even to this day. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can still find Gerb mm-hmm. uh, merch mm-hmm. in, in Hot Topic. Yeah. yeah, Invader Zim was one I never really watched. No, no reason why we just never mm-hmm. did. Oh, John, you're coming over. We're gonna watch it. It's just, it's just wild, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. Just a wild show. I'm just thinking about the Santa episode mm-hmm. again. It was just like the the song that just kept going because he took the the image of Santa to get power, <laughs> and so he's just like, bow down to the power of Santa, or faces Jolly Boots of Doom. <laughs> one of those shows where you could explain any part oh, of an no. episode, and it would be so ridiculous. I'd be like, yeah, sure, of course it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing I loved about it is it, it was close to my other favorite show at the time, which was like Courage the Cowardly Dog, oh. just another completely unhinged <laughs> show. Oh, that man. Anything could happen. That was You're just... not perfect. Insane. You'd be perfect. <laughs> You're not perfect. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh god. Yeah, but that, that, wow. to me that was like Nickelodeon's courage. Yeah, mm. yeah. God, I'm gonna have to go back through the uh, the the, the curse cowardly dog villains. Oh my god, courage! A little nostalgia that, trip there. That show. <laughs> Make them NPCs in this campaign, please. <laughs> easy. Oh, that I know, would be that's what easy. I'm saying, no work. <laughs> the show was like legitimately terrifying at times. I know. Uh, yeah. But then it was really See? wholesome because like Muriel would be like, "I'm a bit of vinegar." Just made everything better for some reason. God. Tim I remember that Pharaoh's ghost showed up. That was legit scary. Yeah, that show. Oh, that was a, that was a scary one. That, that was, was like a scary that, one. like haunt you, man. Was it the tablet? Is it? Oh, yeah, man. he had, like stole an Egyptian tablet or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kept saying, "Return to slab or suffer the curse." And he's like, right. "What's your offer?" Yeah, <laughs> what's your offer? What's your offer? <laughs> oh, he deserved to die. <laughs> Just well, return uh, it. No, <laughs> the money. No, <laughs> it's my tablet. You can't. You're not gonna have it. I mean, useless. <laughs> We need to we need to get that guy into in any situation. He'll, he'll make it right. <laughs> he'll fix it up. Um, so before we get into the episode for today, uh, we need to talk about that we are doing our slow transition into remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we were talking before about some of the rule changes that are going to be happening. Um, we've started to use some of the terminology just because it, just because it comes up in some of the creature stat blocks. Um, for instance, Malus was actually using the remaster rules. Um, so he was a uh, well, he was a wizard, but uh, but yeah, he, he was a, he was a wizard, but uh, he had he had the remaster rules um, uh, used to build him. Um, so, uh, is there any 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 cool stuff that you guys did with your with your remaster conversions? Um, obviously, some things are going to be a bit more applicable, but Paizo, bless them, did a really good job of making this making the seamless transition. Uh, sometimes changing a few words, sometimes just changing slightly how a spell works. Um, so, uh, any any fun stuff that you guys noticed about your about the remaster? Yeah, so I actually just converted mine to the remaster like tonight. So I I don't think mm-hmm. I still have like gone through it with a fine tooth comb. So I'll just highlight two things. Um, my cantrip okay. chill touches no more, and he's been replaced with void warp. Um, <clears throat> when I use it, I will go over what it does. It's pretty cool. And then. The other thing that changed is I got another focus point. So I already had two. Now oh. I have three focus points, which is awesome. That's really and cool, yeah. I think we've... Is that, is, is, that, is that a rule for everybody, that everybody just gets, like, a baseline plus one to focus points? I know. I, I mean, I, I do have three focus spells, so maybe it's just you get a new focus spell, <laughs> you get per, a new focus they point. They might have changed the rules, because I think in the original there were a lot of – there were a couple of feats that just granted a new spell but not a focus point. Yeah. And they might have changed that to if you get a feat that gives you a focus spell you get yeah, another yeah. focus point up to three. Mm-hmm. And that was like the hard thing about building a character like when you wanted them to have a lot of focus points is sometimes I would forego cool abilities because it didn't grant me another yeah. focus point. And I'd go for the, you know, the other ability that did give me a focus point. So now, I, now you have it all. And then, yeah, you got it all. And baby. the cool thing about focus points, which I think we have been doing this. Um, I don't know if it's been explicitly stated, but uh, you no longer have to... You, um, you're no longer limited to only restoring one focused point. You can restore all three. You can restore two. It just takes ten minutes each time. Yeah, which yeah. is really great. Which I, I, when when that rule was there, I got why they did it because they didn't want just people just like spamming short, you know, short mm-hmm. rest or mm-hmm. mini ten ten minutes. That's mm-hmm. what we called them. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I was just I was was just like yeah, you can just sleep another ten minutes, you know. Um, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of glad that they that they made that so <laughs> in case anybody calls mm-hmm. me out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, nothing changed for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, nothing changed for Mark. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I was like, maybe there's a no, nope. nothing. Yeah, nope. it, all the changes that happened to Ranger happened on things that you didn't take, except for your Hunter's aim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, barely. So now your Hunter's aim avoids soft cover. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty okay. sweet. I mean, that, yeah. that's pretty cool. That, that that's the only change, really. But I was thinking of like, oh, like I don't have any spells. I don't got anything mm-hmm. else. So, but yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah, sorcerer again also did not change a lot, but I, you know, a lot of my spells did, and most of the spells are basically the same. Um, uh, now, like stone skin is called mountains Resil- resilience. Blink is now flicker. So mostly just name changes. One spell that did change uh, pretty dramatically was Sea Invisibility. Hmm. So Sea Invisibility went to see the unseen. So Sea Invisibility just made for 10 minutes um, invisible creatures 
uh, appear to you. And also, I never actually read this part, but it says concealed. So there's a, there's a concealed, there was a conceal uh, mischance for seeing invisibility because they oh. because invisible creatures appear trans, as translucent uh. shapes and like blurry. So oh. I missed that. Now I know. Oh. Um, oh, okay. well. But see, <laughs> they buffed the spell in see the unseen. It says now you gaze through illusions and find invisible creatures and spirits. Uh, you can see creatures as if they're invisible, although they are blurred and concealed. Mm-hmm. You also can see incorporeal creatures like ghosts uh, phase through an object within 10 feet of the object's surface as blurry shapes seen through objects. And uh, you gain a plus two status bonus to checks to disbelieve illusions. Wow. So they buffed see invisibility quite a, quite a bit. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, And you love that spell, so that's good for you. Yeah, it's a great spell. Um, yeah. Other than that, a bunch of cantrips switched around. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, if you guys are set, um, uh, let's go into the next day. Um, so last night you guys had a, uh, a much-needed rest. Um, some of you guys uh, slept at a tavern nearby the Thorny Rose. Um, Sir Thorin said that he would take up the mantle on cleaning up um cleaning up the uh the crimson briar's base um because you guys need to get rid of some bodies yeah gotta got clean some stuff up um we never do clean up oh no 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 <laughs> why 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 clean up ever why start uh, now <laughs> um but uh what do you guys want to do this morning? Um, one, I want to ask Elkwood, how are you feeling after your dream last night? Annoyed, I would say. Like, I think it's something that for Elkwood now, like, he was in the house of the dreamer. Like, he was being all comfy and shit and was like, I'm going to sleep. I've been having good dreams as of late. And then again, it's like something like this kind of comes in, and it just leaves him confused when he wakes up. And he's just kind of irritated because, you know, you start to hear voices in there, and it's just not peace. So he wakes up kind of like refreshed, but kind of like that state, like where you wake up after a kind of an off dream, Mm. and you're kind of like, like thing, like, okay, something has to be changed perhaps mm-hmm. and then he spends like 30 minutes probably like I don't know drinking coffee there I don't know <laughs> would they appreciate caffeine in the house of Desna they 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 only have tea and it is specifically the sleepy tea <laughs> <laughs> oh, takes a sip from the wrong glass She's like damn it oh, back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I'll be back in a couple hours <laughs> Oh, but he he eventually gets his bearings for it, but he's kind of irritated about it, just because it's like hey, he just wants one good dream, and it was about to be a good dream. He's about to get that ten point buck, and just mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's being talked to again, and it just again it's not malevolent. It doesn't feel malevolent, but it's like he's being pushed into a corner, and he doesn't know what to do. But for now, he's yeah gonna. And honestly, one thing that bothers him too is that uh, the—I mean, his the prey got away. Like the the wizard, annoying as they are, I mean, it, they poured it out, and it was something that even though he hasn't done it 
in forever because he hasn't been within the city of Absalom or working under his boss. It's kind of like one of those things of, I lost prey. Like, I lost what I was after, mm. and that's mm. gone. Mm-hmm. And I failed at it. And it's kind of leaving him annoyed and with that as well. Like, he actively wants to find this guy because he kind of finds it unfulfilled, mm. but has no idea where to start. Unless you have a wizard tracker. <laughs> that's an, there's an app for that. Yeah, yeah. Is there an app for that? You know the uh, it was the thing where the people hold the two like copper rods, dowsing, the uh, dowsers, dowsing yeah, rods, dow rods, yeah, <laughs> dowsing fake rods. stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> no, John, I saw it on a home building TV show, so it definitely works. My boss has dowsing rods in his truck. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I mean, so you know, uh, how, how does everyone else wake up? Uh. So. Great. Grimshaw, um, he, he kind of cut loose a little bit with Sir Thorne, you know, with, a, with an old friend. Um, he didn't go too mm-hmm. crazy, but, you know, he did, like, let his hair down, so to speak, you know, for the first time in over a month. Because he's just been, mm-hmm. you know, living the, the road life and dodging death at every turn. Um, he still feels... He feels slightly disconnected um, from Sorthurn, just knowing that he did intentionally deceive him about the fate of um, their comrades. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's got to live with that. So he wakes up um, a little worse for wear, and because this is a whether whether or not it's an official demo of Caden, <laughs> I'm sure they got a strong <laughs> pot of coffee brewing, and he's he's hitting that up. Getting himself some Kev- greasy Kev- scrapple too. Yeah, Kevray mm-hmm. is gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll to see how hungover I am. <laughs> so I had to punch you out, so yeah. <laughs> that's true. I forgot. Yeah, it probably hurts, but so, it might not be the Kevray wakes up like an awful headache and his like face is all bruised up. And <laughs> he is going to roll eleven or better. Oh, got a five. So Kezer feels like shit. So let me give, my, let me give myself a second condition for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> Till I get a good breakfast and find my. Hey, you just gotta worship, worship Caden, and then get that nice perk of no yeah. hangovers. <laughs> it's all it takes. <laughs> yeah, Kezer, Kezer wanders down, down from his room. He's got like the blanket wrapped around, just like tied around his waist because he hasn't. He has no pants. Right. Bench throws in your pants. Oh, thanks. I didn't have any backups. I keep a tracker on. <laughs> that's what that's what friends are for. That's what a good drinking buddy's for. Yep. Yeah, you see, like, <laughs> Grimshaw motions to the you know the barkeep and is like, "Could you get a plate for my friend? He uh, had a rough night." Any motions to Gazra? <laughs> <laughs> and just a, a yeah, they, uh, yeah they, they, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah they bring out all all the good mm. stuff that you would expect after a night of drinking which is the the grease oh, the, the carbs goodness. the protein oh. yeah they, my go to is a scrap of leg and cheese yeah. burrito that's oh, it that's a good <laughs> mm-hmm. you see Kevin mm-hmm. just like at the table like his head is just like hung over the plate he's like <laughs> he's like some he's like somewhat eating and then just kind of sitting there with his eyes closed. <laughs> It's like, oh, like greasy bread in his mouth. <laughs> Listen, corn, corn beef hash and eggs mixed together. Into like yeah. One nice meaty 
smash. That is a good hangover cure. That is a good one. I feel like Kezra's the kind of guy who will wake up like this and be like, I'm never drinking again, and then just grab the ale. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, he has he has some beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your morning beer. He has a good morning beer. Good, a good, good stout. Good, good steak, eggs, and beer in the morning. What about second breakfast beer? <laughs> um, all right, so you guys are sitting there in, uh, in the tavern in the morning. I'd say it's about 8 a.m. Um, probably a little after that uh, when Kezra comes hmm. down. Um, what are you guys going to do today? Um, I guess Gr- Grimshaw will look around. Um, Elkwood has he shown up to the? Was it the Moldy Barrel? Was it Jake? Yeah. Yes. Or the is he barrel. still in the Dream House? No, he's at okay. the Dream House. One last thing he's going to do at the Dream House is definitely warn um, the cleric. Uh, but what? You, all I remember is the cleric's name was Hank Hill's brother. Oh, uh, Gregory. Gregory, Gregory Hill. Hill, because yeah. he makes good mattresses and mattress <laughs> accessories. But he is going to, I guess, warn them and see if they will relay anything to him if they happen to see a wizard. And he will describe the guy as well. Oh, God, I'm liking uh, Malice? What's his name? Malice. 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 M-A-E-L-I-S. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and he will just say, like, if you ever see him, do not trust him. Um, yeah, so he kind of, uh, he, uh, you give him a description, and he's kind of like, yeah, no, don't, don't don't know if I remember that guy, but, uh, you know, if he, if, uh, if, if any of our practitioners come by and, and uh, tell us, so we'll, 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 we'll make sure to, to put a word out. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh, uh, oh Malice, that boy ain't right. <laughs> that, that, that boy ain't right. <laughs> that boy ain't right. He he just needs a nap. <laughs> I mean, he probably does after the beating we gave him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that, after that, he'll return to um, the moldy barrel. Mm. All right. Follow the smell of sweat and alcohol. Yeah, I imagine, like, you know, like, the since you said it's, you know, after 8 a.m., like, the town is probably pretty lively right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Grimshaw yeah. just kind of like maybe looks over at Kezra or Benson and is like, oh, I forgot how loud this this place gets. The the wide open roads made uh, everything was so quiet out there, but uh, by the gods, this this is not the time for it. Oh. I've spent plenty of times in temples of Cade and Gillian, and I'm pretty used to it. <laughs> I'd have to go drag my sister out. All right, your sister. I don't. I don't know if you mentioned that you had a sister. At least I don't think so. Yeah. Were you too? Lionel Black. She was at the. She was at the keep. Oh yeah, yeah. I when you were there. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. I was gonna say. Did you yeah, take you a head wound? <laughs> I really got knocked over for pretty bad last night. Uh. Well. I know the best thing to do after massive head trauma is consume large amounts of alcohol. I think yes. I'll pass, but I think Kessler's already got started on that. That uh, Grimshaw ain't right. <laughs> Grimshaw ain't right. Uh, so one thing that uh, we, we have not addressed in, in the normal circumstances that, uh, Benson, you are still cursed with the witch flame. So you are, yeah, so you're just oh, still are you just glowing? glowing? Yeah, there's a, there's a slight green flame emanating from him at all times. Benson, it's kind of can, badass. can you turn that off? Can, can you turn off? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> 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 
think about how hard it was for him to sleep. <laughs> yeah. so, do I just like close my eyes? <laughs> right. Just so like, if I close my eyes, yeah. do I see green flames in my eyelids? Oh, now we're breaking into some like technical mm. rules here. Right. Right. And so we really gotta do something about your glow. Uh, I, I don't mean it as a compliment. I mean it as like we got to something about the curse. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get it. It's a bad it. blow up. Okay. <laughs> the vibes are off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I happen to be aware that being cursed is a bad thing. <laughs> Do you? Have, you must. You must have some contacts here, which you can call upon to remove this curse. You are Sir Benson Black, after all, of the House Black. He who wears the cloak. Okay, you you're gonna have to stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> Grimshaw stands up. Do you know who this is? Do you know who this is? <laughs> Do you know who you are? <laughs> Do you know who you are? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess Benson will uh, see if he can find a temple in Omade and here to get this curse taken care of. I think you might have mentioned, Jake, um, that there isn't one. Uh, yes, yeah. there is not. So it says worship. Uh, so after enacting martial, uh, I'm, I'm, I went back to the wiki just to kind of read. Now, is this over. wiki outdated uh, though? Because this is when I was reading the wiki, it kind of sounded like it was it was still written under the uh, under the guise of it being under um, Chalaxian control. Uh, I mean, well, so well, well the, in, in, here's the thing. They usually just talk about like where things have come from there okay. too. So, but um. After enacting martial law in 4715 AR, uh, Lord Marathur mandated the registration of all worshippers of Shaylin and monitoring all Shaylinite religious services. Worship of deities aligned with the freedom or rebellion, including Galistria, Caden Kaelian, Desna, Milani, and Serenrite, are strictly outlawed. The Silver Star Shop and popular and popular Serenite Shrine, owned by local opera singer Star Shenson, was burned to the ground during the Night of Ashes, when agents of Barzillai Throne also attacked local cults devoted to Milani, devoted to Milani and I, and Iori. Um, so, the, the 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 this is to say that that those things aren't aren't as prominent because they were like pushed out. Um, so for the most part, um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to like the religion here, uh, you can mo- you can definitely find like Asmodeus, um, Asmodeus, Zonkuthan, Abadar, um, but uh, yeah, and then the Sh- Shailen did get did, did get some stuff back in, but um, uh, so this says that uh, under the seditious acts of the glorious Lord Reclamation, even worship of of Iomade remained legal if rare. Um, so the the there it, it, it doesn't have as far of a reach um, as as like other faiths, but still the Church of Asmodeus is like still the biggest thing. The Prince of Law. Yeah, I think that's I, that's just the part that just like I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't jive with me. I I feel like I feel like if a if a city kind of underwent something so tumultuous that there'd be I don't know people seeing this as an opportunity to you know start something new here. But I don't know maybe what do you know what the year is, Jake? The current year. Uh, so the year is, oh man, so... So what year out, is it? This came out in, tw- uh, in 2019, mm-hmm. so it would be 4719 uh, or something okay, like okay. that. So it's only been like four years after 
approximately. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, so it's, it's still I'm sure pretty somebody fresh. Will, will, will say so like if it was so, like yeah. ten years later, we'd, I'd be like, oh yeah, I own my days here, but because it's it's still yeah, so recent, yeah, but... I understand. Okay. Well, you have Abadar. God, if you got the coin, you got Abadar. But I guess. So yeah, Zonkvan, Abadar, or Asmodeus. Hmm. Asmodeus would try to trick you into some. You'd get another curse. <laughs> you trade trade one. Zonkathon did. Yeah, I'll remove that. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, Zonkathon <laughs> will like pour, like napalm on you or something to try to remove it. I mean, there's also Shaylin. Yeah, Shaylin. Shaylin would be good. Yeah, we could try that. Yeah. All right, so you go to um, it's a it's a it's an art house. Um, it's a big like uh, it, it's a it's a big building where the entire side of it is painted in this beautiful mural. Um, the inside of it is is decorated constantly. There's you know there's there's people there's people that are constantly doing art and stuff like that. It's 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 what you'd expect. Out of you the have these pretentious fucks. I'm going to Asmodeus. <laughs> derivative, derivative, bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Artist pain. Um, so. Uh, uh, yeah, you get there. Um, yeah, there's a there are some practitioners and clerics. Um, did we? Oh, you know what? I didn't do. I didn't find out how much that would be. Mm. Oh, so this, this would be remove, remove curse. Oh, that's a six level spell. Um, it's uh, up there, Kel, isn't it? <laughs> I was I was gonna say, Caldean. Do you remember what spell level that is? Uh, sure. Give me a second. Uh, remove curse. I got it here. Uh, remove curse is a fourth level spell. Oh, fourth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I overshot not, that. Not as bad. Um, but what level? This is really the what, worst what, part about Adelaide's death because he would have been able to do that for me. <laughs> what level is <laughs> the yes. curse? Uh, oh, that is a good point. Um, so uh, let me go back to Witchfire. Uh, let's see. So a witch fire, um, there, uh, let's see where it is, uh, witch flame, uh, to do curse fire, necromancy occult, it doesn't say what spell it is, so I guess it would just be the creature's spell, or the creature's level. It'd be half the creature's level rounded up. Half the creature's level rounded up, so this would be a... Fifth level curse. So you could pay for a fourth level uh, remove curse, um, but it would have a lesser chance of success. Or you could pay for a higher level one, which will be more likely to succeed. Yep. So it would be spellcasting a fifth level. If you want to go for like the the higher chance here, spellcasting a fifth level is eighty gold pieces plus any cost required to cast a specific spell. Um, which does not seem yeah, to have actually a fourth any. a fourth level would be fine because a success is as long as the, the level's no more than one higher. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. so uh, yeah, you can be. So going up to a fifth level would not really help anything. It would go up, going up to right, a sixth so then, level would would heal it on a failure. Mm, okay, 
so uh, you go in and you explain your situation, and um, they they gather the uh, the artist and the bards around, um, and they begin to uh, sing sing a mantra over you. Um, and it, first, they want to draw you though. Naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go <laughs> naked Benson. with the flame around Benson, you. You're really attractive. Could you stand up there on that pedestal? <laughs> Now, give me a pose. Show, show me, show me your strengths. I hate everything about this. <laughs> There's a bunch of artists just like patiently waiting. Benson, uh, these people hold a lot of sway in the city. You would do well to do as they say. Benson strikes a pose. <laughs> Everyone goes. <gasps> uh, your 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 chiseled muscles and and uh, and. and Sculpted frame amazed them all. Um, I wonder if so I could lead the, a crusade back to this city afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after after they cast the spell over you, there's a they, they they put one of their hats in front of you and ask for forty gold pieces. Um, I give them fifty. Oh wow! Oh, look at you. Yeah. Some money bags uh, over right. here. Hmm. I know. Patron of the arts. I really don't spend money on that much. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, I'm rich um, anyway. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, here, you All want right, a so castle? Have a castle. I don't care. <laughs> I got three of them. Um, all right, so you uh, the the you come out with uh, the you put makeup on you, I guess. You can walk up with a fire. Nice. Kind of with this. Um, <laughs> you look you look glorious, um, but you are cured of your witch fire curse. Hooray. Um, so, uh, what do you guys want to do now that you have taken care of Benson? <laughs> uh, I, I'd say it's about it's about ten a.m. So it took some time to walk, took some time to do the remove curse, blah blah blah. From my perspective, all signs lead to sunset ports. I said we gather some intel, see what we can find out. You said your cloaks got connections there. We uh, uh, Huberk was supposed to meet someone there. I wonder if uh, Malus is hanging around there. Just think uh, it's our next best lead. If any of you all have, a, have another suggestion, I'm open to it. Um, that sounds like a perfectly sound idea to me. I think that's where we go. Yes, I'm here too. Ah! Uh, <laughs> he, he appears. Uh, he finds you at least, but... Yes, I've told people around the Dream House to keep an eye out for Malus as well. But, yes, let's continue on. Okay. Um, so, you guys are on your way to Sunset Imports. Um, you said you want to do some gather information? Kind of ask around? Yeah, I'm going to use my exploration ability, which is gather discrete inquiry so that means i can gather information and then without people determining my true intention unless they succeed against my deception dc cool all right so go ahead and roll uh diplomacy to gather information or society um to to recall knowledge about to this um i will say that you get a bonus just from being here yep old home turf bonus Oh, that's pretty good. Um, so, without adding any Jake bonus, that is a 31. Damn. 
Okay, so with uh, with the Jake bonus, uh, you that does turn into a critical success. Um, so uh, success is Sunset Imports. Ha- Sunset Imports has been operated by the Varshnasdil family for decades, during which time it's been leading. It's been a leading business in Cantargo, bringing in Arcadian goods for distribution throughout Chiliax. The business's foremost clan used to be House Thrun. But now that Ravenel has succeeded from Cheliax and ties with House Thrun have become complicated, Sunset Imports has fallen on hard times. Hmm. What you get from a critical success, Ooh. however, is the Varshnastils have long been proud citizens of Gintargo, but their business's financial dependency on House Thrun made, made some in the family less than enthusiastic participants in the recent rebellion that resulted in Ravenel's mm. independence. Unfortunately, even before Ravenel's freedom was established, House Thrun canceled all of Sunset Imports' contracts, costing the business most of their income. The Varsa Steelers responded by working hard to secure an exclusive contract with the city's new leadership, the Silver Kensel. In, in traditional Velix, in traditional Chilexian fashion. The Varshna still sponsored a theatrical banquet and other expensive entertainments. But Ravenel's government dedicated to the principles of liberty in mercantile pursuits was eager to establish a tradition against exclusive contracts. The Varshna stills came off as old-fashioned and decidedly unpatriotic, mm. costing the family contracts with the Silver Council as well. Today, some Sunset Imports is a struggling business. Uh... The, the current owner, the current owner of Sunset Imports, Sendrani Varshnastil, continues to carry herself like a Chalaxian aristocrat, seemingly unaware that she's out of fashion, if not downright mm. offensive, in the reborn city. Huh. Okay. Uh, rumors that Sunset Imports have taken on a mysterious, mysterious new client have begun to circulate on the streets. They're well. trading people. <laughs> um. No joke, though, that's probably what's yeah. happening, and uh, I oh, felt definitely. bad for these people uh, up until that point. Oh, definitely. Um, is there a way, like, an underworld check would do anything to, or no? Uh, yeah, we're going to critical success, okay, so, so, I, so okay. yeah, yeah, I, okay. I, 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 I would say that, um, uh, you know what, go ahead and roll me one, actually. You know, if these people are secretly trafficking people, I do not feel bad any longer for taking his mm-hmm. cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a twenty-six underworld. Uh, twenty-six. Um, what you learn from that is just that you find that people are. Uh, people have talked about that the Sunset Imports is, seems to be doing business outside of the usual business mm. hours. So they're almost as bad as Amazon. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, depending on how you receive that sort of information, like just by finding an unsparthy-looking person. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he relays that as well. So Sunset Imports okay. is, like, by the docks and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so actually I can show oh, you on the map. Oh, cool, that's kind of like what we were, what Kezra wanted to go to when we first got here yeah. was the was the docks. Oh my god, on this map, we're probably 80 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) We're Colossus. (laughs) Uh, They've already made statues of you in the harbor. Um, We can rule them like gods. (laughs) Angry gods. Angry gods. (laughs) I I just like them on the map. It says, Lady to Curse School for Girls. That is a very, very important place. Wait, what? Um, 
it's yeah, right above over, your icon. over here in the yeah the, like the uh, northwest sounds like lady. something from an anime <laughs> it does uh, it does it does it does sound like straight out of an anime um but here's the alabaster academy this is where you yep. guys were before um so just the south of the alabaster academy actually is the sunset import so you can see it's right there um at right so right when you come into the uh y- yolubilis river um that well it sort of splits mm-hmm. off um so the river actually just kind of goes around all of the like southern side mm-hmm. of Cantargo. Um, and uh, yeah, so you see Castle Cantargo there on the peninsula on the, the, the southern side of the city. Um, and uh, so right to the east of Castle Cantargo is Sunset Imports. Um, it looks like a pretty large, uh, pretty pretty profitable, or a, a, I, I should say mm-hmm. once profitable, um, uh, a shipping company. That's like prime harbor real estate yeah. too. That's right yes. at the front. Yes. It's a big yep. building. They're paying a lot to have that space. Mm. Yeah. It, uh, well, remember it's old mm. money too. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the that's been you know generational, uh, generational mm. wealth. Mm. Um, so, uh, mm. uh, good. Sorry, I, I, I'm looking around this map, and one thing that gives me pause, Jake, is uh, the People's Temple. What about it? Uh, should we worry about a man named Jim Jones in there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't stop! Stop spoiling the final boss. Uh, they're the second worry, worst. Kill himself. They're the second worst cult in this city. <laughs> no, the demon that's inside of him is the final boss. Mark, that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so um, all right, so if you guys make your way directly to Sunset Imports, then I will move you over to the yeah. map. All right. Oh, we only have to take five foot movements, and we could just step over to it. <laughs> yeah, right. Goose, goose, goose. You guys didn't tell me this was a city vance. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So I have moved you over to the Sunset Imports map. Let me know what you can see and when. I can see a giant wall of darkness. It's a very large well, map. It's a very large map. Oh my uh, god! Yes, it is. Like outrageously. Uh, so if you, so I, I put you on the west side of the building. Uh, it's quite large. Um, yep, okay, I can, I can see outside the building. Everything yeah, else is I can, darkness. I can measure the whole thing for you. So this warehouse itself is 175 feet cool. long, 55 feet wide, and three docks are coming off on the southern side mm. of it. Um, so the, the, there's obviously more warehouses than there's just this one. This is the main one. Uh, this is where like you know everyone brings their business to, and then they talk to people. So, um, but uh, let me go ahead and read you the flipper text. Uh, this thirty foot high building stands at the harbor's edge. Large rectangular windows alternate the elegant pilasters along the building's facade of silver streaked stone, and an enormous fifteen foot tall double door facing west is flung wide, revealing an intricately woven carpet that stretches into the subdued golden light of the interior. Uh, upbeat Verician mandolin music beckons from within. Uh, so I, I closed the door to it, but I will open it so that you guys can see inside. Um, and so you may now see inside of it. I believe you guys can see it. Yep. Damn, it's, it's a Persian rug. It's just like open to the public. It's not like a barred door. We you can just like walk in. Uh, no, nope, nope. As you 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 guys can walk in um, at, your, at your at your leisure. Uh, game is paused for me. No, it's not. Oh, how about now? It, oh, oh, you, you did something. Uh, I don't know where my account is though. 
Oh, you don't you don't see an awkward right here? Oh. You could actually uh, get from here in here. Actually, before we Mayor's go, just gonna before we go in, <laughs> elk. Do you want us to take yeah. this in you? Maybe do some stealthing. Sure. No, that sounds like a good idea. If there's anything unscrupulous, it would be on the back end, probably. Yeah. Maybe we can. Maybe while we talk and gather some info, you can just snoop, and he'll cast invisibility on you. Okay. Okay. So I'll stop you there for one second. Uh, while you guys are outside, um, you hear someone walking from within, and you hear them walking to the front, and you see uh, this woman. She looks lovely. Oh, she does look lovely. Um, so you see a uh, Vudrani woman. Um, she's dressed in beautiful silks, uh, uh, nice, uh, nice like golden trim with like this like a seafoam color to it. Um, nice bangles and jewels uh, on her rings and wrists and long dangly diamond earrings, um, gems all over. Um, she even has like a little circlet on her head that is woven through her hair, um, and the veil covering her head too is made of very very expensive looking fabrics. Um, and so as you guys were sort of uh, pussing around outside for a second, she comes out, uh, reveal her token, and she begins walking up to you all, and she looks you looks at you all, and she goes, um, can I help you with anything? Uh, I'm very sorry to say, but, um, are you lost? I, I am I am Lady Sedrani Varsna still, the owner of this establishment, uh, and I assure you that there is little here to interest any one of your... She looks you up and down. Pedigree. Um, good day. You may please leave Actually, uh, the premises. Actually, I think we do have business to talk about. My name... No, I, I, I'm certain that you don't, sir. If you would please move along and go somewhere else. There are plenty of other business here that, uh, businesses here that might uh, contract whatever you might... Want with your fashion senses? Uh, my name is Sir Benson Black. Now she might mm. actually know that name because the Black family is not just outside of being like paladins all the time. They own several manufacturing businesses, and the biggest export is actually weaponry. Uh, well, th- very well, m- Mr. Black. But um, I assure you, we have nothing here of interest. So, if you would please move along, and she's sort of like trying to like she puts her arms out and is sort of like ushering you away. <laughs> kind of businesswoman says no to money. <laughs> <laughs> One that's trying to hide something. Yep, great point. So, Kesra will detect magic. Um, okay, um, so uh, she does not have any magic on her necessarily. Um, you do sense what seems like. Uh, there's a ping of magic just inside the building. It's very light, though. It doesn't send, It doesn't seem like... I don't know how to say this in, in a non-metagaming way, but it's not, like, dangerous magic, if you, if you catch my drift. Is it... Uh, I can learn it's uh, the school, I think. Uh, okay. So... It's a magic purifier, okay? They just have the water in there, and it just keeps purifying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a curing. Um, <laughs> it's just a ring that gets rid of the wrinkles under her eyes. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, if it's illusion, uh, I only detect it if it's a lower level than my spell. Uh, right. I'm trying to find where this thing is. Uh, oh, this is in the showroom. There we are. Um, 
It's enchantment. Okay. Um, yeah, if, I mean, if you guys are doing anything, Kezra's just gonna fucking push past her. So before nice. before you push past her, um, he's kind of like reading reading your temperature, um, <clears throat> and Grimshaw interjects and is like, as you may know, there's been a ambassador of the is it the Umbral Court? Right, Umbral Court is that? Uh, yeah. The Umbral, the yeah. Umbral Court, yeah. Right, the right. Nidal. There's been an ambassador from Nidal that has recently made his voyage here, and we were his escorts. You know, he comes on business of trade, and he knows that you're in the business of trade. So he wanted us to scope the place out for safety reasons. You know, he wouldn't want anything happening in a strange place without the Umbral Court's knowledge, so we're just here to check things out. We're just doing our job. You can let us do our job, and we'll be on our way. And he's gonna make a deception roll. Okay. Oh, that's when I needed the nat 20, and that is when I got the three. So... I am gonna use my hero point. Because <laughs> gosh right, darn it, I just want I just want to get a pass in here, okay? Okay. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, he tacks on. Um, you know I hate the bureaucracy as much as you do, but we're just gonna check the place out and be on our way. Promise we won't convince you too much. And I got a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Uh, that is in- incredibly a critical success, actually. Um, so she sort of is like, "Well, I I assure you that there's that there's nothing in here. Come, you 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 may look here in 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 the foyer. Um, uh, you know the the showroom here has plenty for you to look at. But I I assure you that there's nothing here. Um, in fact, I I do have some people coming over soon. So uh, perhaps if you just take a quick look, um, and then you may be on your way. No. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Um, and I'm um, gonna say I'm gonna say to to Kezra in double speak. I'm gonna say, "Hey, you! We don't need you for this. Why don't you get lost?" And what I'm actually saying is, turn some people invisible and let's get let's take a peek inside. All right. Well, Elk's already invisible. Oh, Elk is uh, already man. invisible. I'm sorry, I missed that. Could yeah, can you turn uh, yourself but... invisible too? Yeah. Okay. I mean, better. Oh, uh, I can. I can also tell. Just teleport inside. You could also just tell. That's true. I have, I have <laughs> a swamp and door wand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is um, gonna fly to the top of the building. <laughs> the goosh. The please remove your bird from my warehouse. Huh? Who's bird? Uh, uh, we don't know. We don't know that bird. It's got a bangle, so <laughs> see, it's, see, it's registered see, with the city. <laughs> She points at the tag, and then points at the tag on your wrist. Wait, on whose wrist? <laughs> man. On whose wrist? No, Elkwood's no, invisible. I'm invisible. Oh, that's really true. Oh, no, yes, That's not a bird, that's uh, a fucking kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> who, who brought the dinosaur again to my warehouse, huh? <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, you guys go into the... What did I say? What? Showroom. 
Uh, a multitude of luxury home goods fill the showroom. Fill this showroom. Rugs in vibrant geometrical patterns cover the floor. A mandolin standing atop a stone pillar emits a lively tune on its own. Aw. That's the enchantment. That's probably. cool. That is the enchantment. Um, the first radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you as you guys uh, as you guys uh, uh, sort of walk in, and she she's sort of like she's very very irritated at this whole thing, but because because he critically succeeded, she's just kind of like giving mm-hmm. in. Benson, do you have your cloak visible? No, it's actually underneath my house cloak. Okay. Are you hiding it for any reason? Is, is my yes, question. I'm hiding it. <laughs> okay. I'm not giving right. her the fucking cloak back. <laughs> uh, so she's as as you guys walk in, she's very boorish and rude about this whole thing. Yeah. She's sort of just like the, I'm. It, if you wanted the fashion, which you clearly need, um, there is uh, a good friend of ours down the road that I know that they import things from Vujani and uh, 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 some Vujani goods. Um, I know that there's some Osirian things. Um, I'm sure that there's some things from Absalom as well. Some of the some of the highest. Um, Clothes that that you could uh, uh, muster with, uh, uh, as a name such as what was the name again? She's mm. being a little rude to you, Benson. I'm sorry. Madam, I can assure you this will go no faster with you talking. Uh, um, yeah, about this. This is this is a showroom. Uh, we understand that. Thank you for showing us around. But we're gonna need to see um, where business is usually conducted. If we're gonna have an ambassador from from Nidal here, we're gonna need a you know secure the perimeter, that sort of thing. You know, routine stuff. I'm sorry. Just you can just show us where you guys conduct business. I mean, just like have us let us peek around. You know, that sort of thing. We'll be on our way. Go ahead and go ahead and make me a perception check to see what her deal sure. is at this point. She just sounds like a Karen. <laughs> uh, not that perceptive a with a 23. 23 is enough. Um, she's not very good at okay. hiding this. Uh, she seems very nervous, perhaps hiding something, and she really wants you guys to just mm. leave. Uh, Benson, if you would like to roll as well. Um, I think it's... She does, it, uh, let, let me say that she doesn't really seem... Like she's trying to hide something, like from you guys. It looks like she's just nervous that anyone is here at all. You said perception. Uh, yeah, this would be a perception. Yeah, yeah I'd be a twenty-three. Okay. Um, is so girl. I'll say. Good. Okay. Uh, I'll say this: that the two of you knowing people pretty well, and you guys have you know dealt with this kind of stuff enough. Um, you guys realize that she is honestly terrified that you guys are going to find mm. something. Is she eyeing any particular uh, door? Like, does she glance over? She's positioning herself with uh, the door that would lead to, like, the warehouse. Um, and so she's, you know, trying to... She, she's positioning herself as the best, like, make you guys, like, you know, turn away from that. So that way you guys are just checking out the goods and the things here in the, here in the showroom and stuff like that. Um, but she is honestly... Uh, completely terrified of whatever is behind her mm. in the warehouse. Uh, you want to drop the egg? I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm going to double speak um, to her, but also to Kezra, who is invisible in the room, and I'm going to say, um, 
after we check out here, we should probably, probably just do like a once over the warehouse and then we'll be on our way. And that is my double speak is open the door to the warehouse so that hopefully like if something fly, you know, if the door flies open and we get a peek inside and there's something immediately like there that I like, I'd position myself towards the south. I think this is the warehouse door is like right here towards the south end. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so the, the warehouse door is on the uh, southern side of yeah, the so eastern I'm, wall. I'm like position myself like I'm looking at the stuff over here, just kind of casually making conversation. But the double speak to Kezra is to open that door, and then okay. I'll just kind of glance um, back and like, oh, it must have been the wind or something, you know, like. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, so Kezra, you wanna you wanna try to stealthily open the store? Yeah. Well, God, God he's terrible stealth. Um, I could. That's just, true. Yeah. Maybe Al uh, yeah. can stealthily open yeah. the door. Yeah. I'll double speak to stealth. Um, uh, double speak to Al. Oh, I rolled a ten on stealth. That's a forty-eight. <laughs> 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 I just like if Kezra comes over and Kezra's just like about to put his hand there, and, Kez- and El just slaps it away <laughs> real fast. He's like, stop! Stop! It. Stop! Let me do it. Let me do my thing. Um, you said a stealth check. Uh, yeah, yeah. So go uh, go go and roll, go and roll a stealth check. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. So so she is unaware of your presence. Um, but I'll I'll say that you, with your perception, you can see that she is like eyeing the door as she's like talking to them. So while you are completely unperceptive or unperceived by her, you're like I don't know if I could open this door without her. At least hearing it. Hmm, seems like we need a distraction. Like, um... Invisible Kezra knocking something over. Kezra is just going to... Kick this door open. <laughs> really loud. Uh, okay, so... Uh, As it kicks open, like, man, um... Must have been the wind. <sighs> Maybe I could like nod to Benson to like act surprised, or maybe I'll, I'll act surprised too. Like, yeah, what was yeah. that? What's going on here? Benson will pull the sword out. Uh, oh, that's that's must have been a, a, a very a very strong wind that came through here. I like to think. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would love it if breaks just, the hinges. <laughs> I would love it if just a gorilla walked right. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that stupid gorilla! I always forget to lock him oh, yeah, up. That's perfectly legal. All right, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so does no, that's she, so does, she does she come or is she still kind of defending the door she's still kind of defending the warehouse door Kevin's going to walk into this hallway and open this door to the right so she, 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 so she looks around at you guys and she goes just please leave now I will not ask again you are not allowed here and she's starting to cry at this point hmm. alright Time to just just kill her. do it. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, like, what? Mark said, "Kill her," and John said, "Do it." And Tim went, "What?" <laughs> you have to free her from her uh, sadness. I, I want to. I want to see what Kezra, what Kezra has found before we true. before we move on to. Okay. If it's if that, fair okay. enough. Uh, all right. Benson all right, begins to walk towards that door that flew open. Okay, all right. Well, let, let me let me deal with Kezra here. Uh, so, Kezra, you go through this tiny little hallway. Uh, this hallway is called hallway. <laughs> Imagine that. 
this hall is lined with shelves crammed with old ledgers, rolled rugs, urns, and stacks of wooden boxes. Uh, the shelves uh, the shelves reach nearly to the ceiling, twenty five feet overhead. Ooh. So Ooh. this is like if you've ever been in like the back room of like a like a like a grocery store or like a like a you know warehouse, obviously, but like you know huge. Um, Huge shelves, just lots and lots of stuff on them. Um, so this is where like the little stuff is, uh, because obviously this hallway is only five feet wide. Um, as you go through, there are multiple doors all the way down here. Um, the first one that you uh, come to, uh, there's doors that lead out uh, on the north side of this hallway, mm-hmm. but there are three doors on the south side. All right, yeah, so he opened the first door to the south because he got, he yep. got the general sense that the other ones were leading outside. Yeah. Uh, so, if you open up the first door, uh, this office is appointed with uh, intricate rugs and wall hangings. A wooden desk and a chair sit in the southeast. I'm detecting magic. Is there anything in this room? Uh, there is nothing of uh, magic in this room. All right. Kesher is going to cast See the Unseen on himself. Hmm. Okay. Just in case. Just think it's good. Good idea. Um, uh, let, me, let me see something really quick. How how what's the what's the range on that? By the way, so see the unseen is you can see uh, incorporeal creatures through an object as long as they're within ten feet of the object's surface. Okay, uh, and what, what about detect detect magic? Uh, that's thirty feet. Thirty feet. So okay. The thirty foot uh, emanation, by the way. Right, right, right. Okay. Um. Okay, so yeah, you see an office. All right, he's gonna. Um, is he just hears conversations still going on out there? Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's still conversations going on out there. Let's go back to them. Okay. Um. So. The three of you are still in this room, and uh, Benson and Grimshaw, she is clearly, she has tears welling up in her eyes as she is just begging you to leave. What's going on here? This is just just a routine inspection. Like, is everything okay? Like, are you in danger? What's going on? The moment you say, are you in danger, she falls to her knees. And she looks behind her at the warehouse door, and she goes... Please, please help me. Those men, those men, they came here, they tricked us. They tricked me and my family, they took over our business. Who tricked you? These men with the symbol, they've been using our warehouse for nefarious things, they won't even let me back there anymore. Uh, I think you might need to get to safety, ma'am. Benson says as he pulls out his sword. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so she just... She, she, like, looks back and forth at you guys as she goes, Please. My family's fallen on hard times, but we had no choice, we thought. Everything seemed fine at first, and then... <laughs> yeah. She's just weeping. Weeping mm. now. Are these members of the... Sc- Scarlet Triad? Mm-hmm. What was the name of the... Yeah. These members of the Scarlet Triad... <laughs> They were just a merchant guild. They were just merchants at first, but they did not tell me what they traded. Mm. 
Can I do a perception yep, check to see are. if she's like, if she, if if I can suss out that it seems like she actually was deceived, or if like she's feigning to yeah, try yeah, to go ahead. get out yeah. of the situation. Can't even oh. trust a weeping, weeping lady on her knees. <laughs> I, this, nope. this is this is Grimshaw. Okay, like he can't trust anybody. He's got problems. <laughs> He's got issues. <laughs> Does Timmy method act with his wife? <laughs> Uh, twenty-three. Not the not the greatest perception. Uh, twenty-three. You feel like these are the most real mm. tears fueled okay. by fear. Um, I guess. How many are in the back? Think. Ah, uh, oh, man. It's like what 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 could I do? It's like I know like the Scarlet Tribe is everywhere. It's like on the one hand, I don't want her to stay here because it's not safe. On the other hand, I don't even want to send her away. Well, that's what Benson oh. said when he said you should find get somewhere safe. The door's open, lady. Get out of yeah. here. I, I mean, I guess well. no one... I guess the, the triad wouldn't suspect her immediately to have sold them out. So, I think I'm gonna well. I'm gonna say to her, go. Go to the Thorny, Rose ta- Thorn- Thorny Rose Tavern in town. Tell them I sent you. Tell them everything. And we'll, help, we'll get this sorted out here. She, as you lean down to Hog to talk to her, she just kind of like... Puts her, puts her, her, her hands and these like gentle long fingers and these like finely groomed nails, and she just like put, puts them on your shoulder and like pulls herself up like mm. with you, and she just looks at you and she's just, we were desperate to stay in business. You have to understand, we had unpaid bills, outstanding shipments, or goods that would fit in the warehouse, and no one would buy them. Man. The Scarlet, the Scarlet Triad seemed like the only way forward. We, uh, we just really had no idea what they were really like. I'm not part of any other frightful activities. I just want I'm them gone. A, but instead, they've t- they've I'm taken over. I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. It's not my place. Those, that's the job of others to decide what will happen. I hope they show lenience for your sake. But I cannot guarantee. I just know that you're not safe here. Go take this. And he pulls out of his robe. Uh, it looks to be kind of like a petrified, dried rose. Um, and he's like, you show this to them, and they'll know that I sent you. Perhaps you can begin to right some of your wrongs. But until until we, until we figure out what all that's going on here, get on now. She takes the rose and it's like a glimmer of hope to her and she just says as she's like leaving I would give anything I would give up this business which has been my whole life just to reverse this whole sordid mess as she exits the Mm -hmm. showroom well Grimshaw it looks like we've got some work to do (laughs) get over here while that conversation's happening Kezra opens the next door (laughs) Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he does. He's, all right. he's all yeah, he does. There. Agent of were Chaos. You, you were detecting magic, right? <laughs> I am detecting magic. Alright, so Kezra, you do feel magic behind the door and the center of the warehouse, you think. I mean, I think. Okay. I think I'm. Well, like, Grimshaw, Benson, Elkwood, I think we're going to trust our instincts that perhaps. Kezra is going to be close behind us if not right on time so we're I think Benson Grimshaw looks at you and is like alright you ready Benson throws his shoulder into the door yeah. 
and at the same time, Kezra, you open the door, I assume? Yep. Alright. As you open the door, you see a massive warehouse with boxes stacked to the ceiling, and you see what appears to be this thing standing standing in the center of the room. Oh my gosh. Yay. This Uh, is a large man made of stone. I feel like (laughs) when they write these stories, we need to throw combat at them that really makes them angry. (laughs) I'll just just sit this combat out. (laughs) Well, I'll say this. Oh, no. This golem will be a bit harder than the ones you dealt with last time. Yeah, you will. That's the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Just let us play one round, Jake. One round so we know how screwed we are. Incoming a three-episode combat. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do five. Hello, friends. This is John, the voice of Sir Benson Black of the Dragon Punch Squad podcast. I'm here to let you know that we are partnered with the amazing dice makers at Greenleaf Geek. If you want some amazing handcrafted dice, just go there and use the code Dragon Punch Squad at checkout to get 10% off. Happy rolling.